Welcome back to Walking Free, everybody. Today on the show, we have Sean Brizendine again for part two of his testimony. And now this part of his testimony is going to be about how God helped him overcome bipolar disorder. Uh, last time, Sean told us about how God brought him through his life, um, how he overcame some difficulties, and how he received the call to ministry even. But now we're going to hear about, well, what did God do to help Sean overcome bipolar disorder. So um, before we begin, Sean, would you like to pray for us? Yes, let us pray. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you for your infinite love. Pray that Jesus will be the center of this testimony, that you'd hide me behind the cross of Christ, and that your Holy Spirit will anoint each of us who hears and guide me in what to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Sean, uh, how did God work in your life? So I was so thankful for the way that God called me to ministry in October of 2007. And I look back and I realize that that was a key part of the healing in my life. Because without a clear sense of direction, my mind and my purposes were very, at times, aimless and worldly. Uh, one of the things that I had picked up as a habit from my earlier youth was listening to music, but it wasn't always the kind of music that was good. Um, I'd gotten very strongly addicted to rock music, and looking back, I can see that the lyric patterns, the way that the music is composed and shared, um, actually very much contributed to the way I was depressed and having manic uh, episodes. And so the journey that God brought me in healing me from bipolar was a step-by-step -step one, and then finally a point of completion, which I'll share. Um, for one thing, I went on a mission trip to Mississippi after Hurricane Katrina had hit, and was that I went down there in 2007. Of course, the hurricane was a few years before, but there was a lot of rebuilding efforts going on, and there was a dear family down there with a ministry called His Hands and Feet Ministries, and Todd and Colleen Johnson were um, just really living their faith, seeking to bless others. And they sang hymns and had worship morning and evening. And I was out when I had spare times and I was listening to my rock music that I brought with me on my iPod. And I thought I was free to do that. Um, but one, one time I was listening to that music and the Holy Spirit right over the music said, you don't like this anymore. And by faith, I pulled my earbuds out. I opened my laptop and I just selected all that music and pressed delete. And by faith, it was those shackles were broken over my life. And the very next day, the Lord started to give me scripture songs. And he started with Psalm 103, uh, verses 1 through 5. Um, and I'll just share the first one. It goes like this. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And so that began, he gave me the melody, and the scripture already had the words, and that began a journey of scripture songs and uh, the healing through through melodies because I realized that music does something so powerful. It connects the way I think and the way I feel simultaneously. And the way I think and feel is basically my character, who I am. So God was using music and God was using relationships. I just saw um, a beautiful picture of how this family lived their life um, in a way that, that really was an invitation to a deeper walk. And they... They asked if I had had the books um, that are part of what's called the Conflict of Ages series and um, they include Patriarchs and Prophets, Prophets of Kings, Desire of Ages, the Acts of the Apostles, and the Great Controversy. And I said, no, I don't have those. 
um, because I was a fairly new Seventh-day Adventist Christian since 2007 in March. And um, so they gave me those five books set hardbound. I was like, wow, this is great. Started to read from Desire of Ages. That was a key part of my healing as well, because as I got glimpses of Jesus, the Lord just kept drawing me closer to his heart. And I've experienced that the heart of God is the center of healing. And uh, so as I move forward in my experience with my studies, um, was a theology major at Pacific Union College. Um, but here's where the bipolar really affected me. Um, I was so excited about faith that I was very impressionable. And in 2008, having met some friends who were involved with the church in St. Helena, California, they encouraged me, you know, you should come and we could start a ministry up in a different part of California and that'll be the kind of ministry you can do. And once again, I, I knew I was called to be a pastor. So um, I just basically withdrew from school in 2009, uh, mid-quarter, you know, credits unfinished, got in a U-Haul and left. And looking back, I'm like, wow, I mean, those kind of snap decisions, those are evidence of many times when a mind like mine was, was still very impressionable and bipolar is, is known for its peaks and its crashes. And so there were times up there where I you know, felt like I was totally should be doing this, but I, I also struggled with, didn't really have full peace about being there. And um, in the months that followed, it was, it seemed like things were going well, starting a ministry up there. But in the months that followed in 2010, because I was up there for over a year, uh, I basically financially stripped myself down so much that um, I didn't feel I had even enough money to pay for my registration on my car. So I got the bright idea. I thought it was an inspired idea, hence the bipolar, um, to drive to Nevada and start the ministry in Nevada and then register my car there because it was cheaper. Um, that was basically like the last straw for me. Um, it was a real sign that I wasn't well, which I thought I was. And um, I was rehospitalized and put back on medication because I'd been off medication for a while. Um, thought I was doing good. But um, it really humbled me and brought me to the point where I didn't feel safe up there. I didn't know where to go. And so I tried to go back to the last place I felt safe, which was Pacific Union College. And while I was there, I went through major medication withdrawals, nearly, nearly felt like I was losing the last shred of sanity that I had. And uh, while watching the home of a teacher at Pacific Union College um, was basically drawn to some of the hymns that she had on a CD. And one of them was the beautiful hymn called My Song is Love Unknown. In the Seventh Amos hymnal, it's 188. But as that melody came over me in my absolute brokenness and everything within me was realizing I am utterly destitute of everything that I need to be, the Lord just won my heart in a new and deeper way. And I realized that Christ had left his throne to save me. And that love of Christ is the inspiring motivation behind how I'm well today. I was brought to tears. I was on my knees. And um, in the months that followed, I realized, you know, I can't even go to school. My mind's not thinking clearly. So I went back up to that area of Northern California where I'd been with some friends and rented a house from them and, and basically just wanted to really internalize the principles of what's called new start nutrition exercise water sunshine temperance air rest and trust in god's divine power and i just really prayerfully made that a part of my lifestyle and uh, looking back i can say that jesus truly wants to fulfill what he said in john 10 10 the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy i am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly and so as I 
as I allow the Lord to help me to get to bed earlier because the hours before midnight are worth twice as much in terms of sleep. Um, as I started to eat flaxseed and walnuts, which are full of omega-3s, as I started doing juicing with like carrot, beet, celery, um, getting that in my diet, I would usually drink that like a half hour before I'd eat like my lunch meal or something. Um, then exercising in the morning, getting early morning sunlight. Um, the biggest thing for me though was my thoughts. And there's a little statement in that beautiful book uh, called Steps to Christ on page 119, third paragraph. It says, make it a rule never to utter one word of doubt or discouragement. And that was a turning point for me because instead of talking about all my difficulties and all the problems and all the sorrow of having lost my parents and how I was feeling, I began to just continue to choose to speak faith and claim the promises of God and meditate upon them and memorize them and sing them. And God brought me out of that dark shadow and sometimes those exceedingly high mountains of bipolar, but they're way too high. The problem is they're not sustainable and our minds weren't meant to dwell there constantly. And so um, God brought me out of that up and down, up and down experience into this sustained and ongoing path and journey of wholeness. And so I really mark the healing in my life completely and miraculously because God is the one who heals us anytime we submit to him. He's the one who heals uh, from bipolar to March 2011. And it was beautiful. In the months that followed, I went and did a summer canvassing door-to-door literature evangelism program in Canada in Alberta, went to Andrews University to finish up my, my theology studies, did two years of undergrad studies, and then a couple of years of the seminary and finished in 2015. And the entire time I was at Andrews, the entire time I was canvassing, I did not have bipolar. It was truly gone. And the amazing thing is I wasn't on medication anymore. And so God, through his word, through the principles of his plan uh, with the healing methods that he gives, uh, I've just really have experienced um, that fullness of joy. It says in Psalm 1611, Thou wilt show me the path of life, and thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. And I can truly say that God has done a miracle in my life. Um, looking back, I was just thankful for how God had led because one of the things that I prayed at the seminary was, Lord, if it's your will, please open up a call in northern Michigan. I prayed that since January of 2015 and in March of 2015, the Lord opened up the door for me to begin pastoring, yes, in northern Michigan. And um, I hadn't told the conference I was praying for northern Michigan, but that's what God opened up. So I look back and I just have to say, God is a, a miracle-working God. His principles of healing and his word has the power to restore no matter how broken you are. And another life verse for me in the New Testament is 2 Timothy 1.7, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I found my ongoing healing to be rooted and grounded in that daily time at the feet of Jesus because it's, it's well for us to spend a thoughtful hour each day contemplating the life of Jesus point by point and heading up to the cross of Calvary, letting that sink in. And um, that's really rooting where the healing has happened in my life is because of what Jesus has done for me and his love that has cast out fear and given me a hope and a future. So my prayer is that others who wherever you find yourself, that you would let God become, as he is, the author and finisher of faith, Hebrews 12, 2. So, praise God. Wow, that's that's really amazing, Sean, how you chose to uh, do things God's way. And, well, you're you're reaping the, the fruitful, joyous, wonderful results of it. Um, you know, uh, 
you said you were bipolar and and even just the way you spoke the uh the testimony in this this interview here um it's clearly evident it's evident that that God has healed you from that and uh mm-hmm. I want to praise him for that so anyone out there mm-hmm. who's um struggling with any mental disorders or any other health issues know that you can go to God and pray meditate on his word speak faith speak courage and put into practice the things God has given to bless you and those around you um hey thanks again so much for uh, sharing with us Sean uh, would you like to pray as we close yes let us pray father in heaven thank you that you are the healer that you're the restorer and i just humbly pray that whoever is hearing this even now would experience your healing in their lives Thank you, Lord, that you are not finished with us, but you're preparing us for heaven. And thank you, Lord, for your healing grace and the love of Jesus. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, Thanks for listening to Walking Free, everybody. And I hope you were blessed. We'll uh, be speaking with you next time. Take care. Bye. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.